Okay, I want you to try again. This time you've got to say Views from the Sofa Presents. Go for it. Views from the Sofa Presents! Perfect. Hello everybody and welcome to the Wrestling Predict Cast. I am your host, Ben White, and we are here to talk about Money in the Bank 2021. It is the pay-per-view that can completely change the landscape of WWE. We could have a new champion by the end of the night and we could have people that can pretty much be holding the Money in the Bank contract for a year, just waiting, ready to pounce and ready to cash it in. And we've got plenty to talk about. Only five matches announced, but there's so many different people involved. So here to help me dissect it is, first of all, Luke. How are you, Luke? Yeah, very good, mate. Refreshed after missing the last one. Yeah, I had a, had a nice, well-earned break. Didn't have to uh, dissect and uh, talk about uh, Hell in a Cell, so I bet you were glad about that one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what I was really glad about is that you that Joe remembered all my predictions for this, so I, I didn't really need to come on today either, to be honest. No, no, and we're definitely going to stick with those, so uh, yeah, we'll look forward to that. And uh, talking of uh, Joe and his predictions, how are you, Joe? Yeah, the ever present is here. Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm all right. I was um, I was worried for a second there that Luke was going to start giving his own thoughts about Hell in a Cell, um, which I, I, I don't want to go over that again, really. No, I don't think anyone does. Um, right. So, how money. How are you, mate? We never ask how you are. I'm always all right. I'm always okay. I always, I always sit down to kind of. I've, I've got a little spiel in my head of all these different things. I was going to say. I was. I had a whole thing going on where I was going to compare. You to John Cena as a reigning champion who've, who've, who've cashed in a couple of times and won. And uh, Luke to Baron Corbin, who had one shot and screwed it up. So kind of like our predict cast. But then I bottled it right at the end and thought, you know what? No one wants to hear me waffling on about that. So let's just get straight to it. So, yeah, that's where I am. You did it anyway. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I thought I'd throw it out there. You know, a little <laughs> behind the scenes, a little, little production meeting for the fans. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. That's too much work. Okay, so... Um, Money in the Bank 2021, It's we've got kind of a lot to build up to. Um, we kind of said last episode when we were dissecting Hell in a Cell that we're in a bit of a holding pattern, and we have been a little bit of a holding pattern. Um, it's a bit of a weird one because the matches we're going to be discussing feel like they're pretty big, but I'm sure as we go through, you'll realize that this could be another situation where not a lot is changing, so we'll see how that, that pans out. Um, Money in the Bank will be the first pay-per-view proper you know wrestlemania kind of did it but first pay-per-view proper with with a full packed house with fans with a uh, actual arena or, or or stadium or whatever it's going to be it's not a stadium i suppose it'll just be a sporting arena full of uh full of fans and full of people is that something you're looking forward to luke yeah i'm actually i really enjoyed um wrestlemania so and i think like you said before i think a few of the pay-per-views since then have been treading water a little bit and i elements of this can be but i'm hoping for some good returns or some decent matches and i always enjoy the money and money in the bank matches so yeah yeah looking forward to it what about you joe we got the smackdown before money in the bank's also going to be in front of fans as well do you think big changes might be in store before uh, money in the bank with the fans being back before then i hope so i'm gonna be i'm, I'm gonna be super positive about this pay-per-view it's gonna be really unlike me um, so I'm going to, and then I'm going to really double down if it disappoints me on the review show in two weeks' time. Um, but no, I, I'm genuinely really hoping this is going to be this is going to be good. Um, there's a there was a there was a stat out. I don't know if you've seen this, but there's a stat out about how many 
um, matches in on the WWE pay-per-views are rematches. And they and they calculated it somehow. I think like, since the last Hell in a Cell, which was a year ago, they reckon that 65% of the matches that we see on pay-per-view are like rematches of some sort. And I'm really hoping that that was that this is a that this was a phase through the pandemic, and that going forward it's going to be a lot more exciting, you know, attention attention worthy. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm going to be super positive today. There, there was also stuff released on the back of maybe on the back of what you said there, but there's also stuff released saying that there's been WWE officials saying that there is big plans afoot, that there are big huge changes, and they're really paying attention to the fact that it's been a bit stale and stagnant, and that there are some exciting developments coming forward, and that those exciting developments aren't necessarily part time as returning, that it's going to be something a bit more long term. So, I'm, I, I don't know if it's WWE's fault, or I don't know if it's just the, the expectant fans, but we're all putting a lot on the fact that there's going to be fans back in the stadium and that that's going to be huge changes. And I don't think it's helped that we just haven't moved anywhere. We just feel like we're just, like I said, treading water, waiting for this moment when all of a sudden Money in the Bank's going to bring a tidal wave and of, of, of great quality matches and returning people and all sorts. So we will see. Um, I, honestly, I honestly believe they've got two pay-per-views now. Like they've got money in the bank and they've got SummerSlam to like to really restart this. And if, if they miss it on both of them, I think I think the audience is going to dwindle even further. To be honest, but I think they get it right in the next couple of pay per views. They could really build back their audience really quickly. So it's you know it's I think these are super important. To be honest, um, before we talk about that with the, with the idea of our audience is back and just before they come come back and and we 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 see the shows with them back, do you think there's any surprises with the audiences and what i mean by that is do you think there's going to be anybody that's going to get booed that we expect to get cheered get cheered that we expect to get booed do you think there's going to be kind of some shocks when someone emerges at the top of the ramp and and all of a sudden they get a massive pop or don't get the pop that you expect is there is there any anything in mind there for either of you for me before the pandemic hit rhea ripley was a real hit with everyone that knew her anyway in nxt um, and she was really popular I'm just not sure she's that popular now. I mean, I, I I hope she is, but I wouldn't be surprised if the fans weren't behind her. Yeah, I think we'll get to Rhea Ripley Charlotte because I've got a bit of a theory on that. I think that they're, they're, they're pushing that in a certain direction. What about you, Joe? Any any anyone you can think of? Um, my immediate thought when you said that was I'm really interested to see how the, the response to Alexa Bliss is, and like then also the kind of basically more or less any any of the women that aren't in the main title scene because they're not they're not in they're not in a great place are they like Nia Jackson um Shayna Baszler and Tamina and Natalia and they're all it's all it's all a bit of a non-event really and I'm hoping that the response might prompt some positive change there um the one for me I'm hoping that Matt Riddle and Randy Orton get the biggest pop there is I'm really hoping they've because because I'm just that that's some of my favourite stuff. Um, I know that Roman Reigns is gonna gonna keep getting he's gonna get the right kind of booze. The one that that worries me is Drew McIntyre because yeah. I'm a bit worried that he's started to really slip because he's just again not feeling very exciting at the minute, feeling a little bit stale. He got his big pop at WrestleMania, but I'm just not convinced that Drew McIntyre's there anymore. To be honest. <laughs> He's had some nice, you know, nice big match against Jinder Mahal, didn't he? So, you know, going in the right direction. 
he's just been over he's just been overexposed Drew, Drew McIntyre. They've just put too much on him to you know it's almost like he's 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 been the the main person to agree with except for Roman Reigns for a year now. Yeah, no, that's and, fair. And I think he's and I don't think he's done a bad job to be honest with you. Like I think he's done okay. I mean, he's just got crap feuds that go on for six months. Yeah. Yeah. It's just my, my, my worry is in all of the, the shake-up and change and the idea of there's going to be big improvements and there's going to be kind of all that, he could get lost in there. He could not be he could not be part of their plans anymore because he's been so much part of their plans in the last 12 months. And, you know, I think he needs a big, big reaction from the fans just to keep WWE interested, maybe. I think he desperately needs to go to SmackDown. Yeah. What about, the idea, think... of t- what about the idea of turning him heel? I think you could, but then, yeah, I think you could almost do a, um, a Reigns and McIntyre double switch at some point. You know, when it becomes when it becomes when it becomes more convenient, you could make McIntyre the heel and Roman the face. Because surely at this point now, with Roman being the Roman that he is, you ultimately want to turn him into a face. I would think. Yeah. But like, on the basis of how dominant he is and how good of a wrestler he is and how over he is, you can spin that positively, I think. That's what if, I would do. If they keep pushing it the way they're pushing it, eventually he's going to start to get cheered. Yeah, 100%. He's, so, not, far from that. he's not far away from that now, I don't think. That, that's the other interesting thing. I think he's doing enough. He's being enough of a of a, of a decent heel that he will still get the booze, but it'll, it'll completely depend on who he's up against. It'll completely depend on, on who they pose him against and, and push push him against. Yeah, so, if, if you're going to watch live, that's who he's the one you want to see. Yeah, exactly. So he's still he's going to get the he's going to get that initial cheer, and then the, then the crowd hopefully are going to realise, oh, we should be booing this guy. Yeah. But that's not always the way it turns out. So now it'll be. I, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how it goes, and and I think it should make for a completely different atmosphere, completely different pay per view, and I'm hoping it adds something to it. Um, the, the thing is, it's really turning it around in Roman Reigns, hasn't it? Because I remember not long ago when. He was expected to be cheered and he was getting booed. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, and the amount of times we said we should turn him heel, they should turn him heel, they should turn him heel. They never did. They kept holding off and they kept holding off. And to be fair, in hindsight, they did the right thing. Because when he came back and Heyman and everything, he would never have the reaction he's got now. It was, it was, it was you know, perfect. So we'll see. And, and, and with his rumoured opponent at SummerSlam, there's a good chance that's when he starts to turn face anyway. But I suppose we'll, we'll, we'll get onto that in a second. Um... Okay, so we'll start off by uh, predicting the uh, Money in the Bank pay-per-view. We'll go through the singles matches first. Only five matches announced, but like I said, fairly big matches, all with something on the line. So we'll start off with the matches I think have very little of consequence and probably a fairly obvious where they're going to go. So we're going to start off with Bobby Lashley versus Kofi Kingston for the WWE Heavyweight Championship. Um, Luke? Anyway, Kofi Kingston's winning this match. No, I don't think so. Out of all the matches, I think this is the most obvious, personally, in terms of a clean win. Um, again, just I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, you know, Bobby Lashley will throw him about a bit. Um, I'm sure it'll be a decent match, but there's no, there's no way he's losing the belt to Kofi Kingston, and I can't see it being any sort of screw finish disqualification or anything. So yeah, I think it'd be a clean win, to be honest. What about you, Joe? You uh, you you agree with Luke? Yeah, I'm really int- <clears throat> so I'm really interested to see where this goes on in the on the where it goes on on the card because I think there's a chance this might be the last match 
this 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 pay per view because I think they might do something here with them. So I don't think that I think the fact that he's fighting Kofi Kingston, I think, is a real. Um, I think that I think there's a there's a link there to Lesnar. I think that's what they're going to do with it because obviously there was the issue where Kingston had the title from WrestleMania to whenever it was, and then Lesnar came and beat him in kind of seven or. 10 seconds or whatever it was. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, yeah, exactly. And I just think that's, I just think they might be foreshadowing a little bit and maybe do something similar with, with Lashley. Maybe Lashley is a real dominant win and then out comes Lesnar or they do, or, or Lesnar comes back to the Monday afterwards. Do you know what I mean? I think, you know, I, I think there's, I think there's opportunities there for them to do something clever with it. Okay. So you don't necessarily think cashing, obviously we'll talk about cashing later because there is another kind of, there's, there's the, the, th- the thing with this is if they built it properly, there's some great storytelling they could do here. Mm-hmm. Like really, really good storytelling they could do here. They could lean heavily into the Lesnar thing, which they've hinted at, but not really leaned heavily into the idea. MVP trying to turn Kofi heel and trying to turn Kofi part of that they started with, and that seems to have fallen away. So they could have played something in that. And just the idea of Kofi overcoming the Lashley odds for the first big pay-per-view with fans... And the idea of Kofi Mania and trying to capture that a little bit. It doesn't feel like they've done enough to to build that story. And that would have been amazing if they just played a little bit more into Lashley's this unbeatable monster that Kofi's got to try and get past. Then even then you'd think to yourself, well, maybe they'll give it to him because they've already told that story. But unfortunately, they've just gone down the little bit like paint by numbers route of it. So I don't think they've done enough to even make you think that Kofi could could win it there is someone in the men's money in the bank that could win it and then could cash in and turn this into a really interesting story again it's me fantasy booking it and we'll get to that later but you know there is a potential for a really good story there so i think i was just about to say the same thing that you're insinuating yeah so we'll 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 see where that goes we'll see we'll we'll talk about that um when we get to the men's money in the bank at the end of the card um yeah I th- that's why we went first with that one because I think it was pretty tightly wound up that Lashley is going to um, win it. Do you think? And I suppose this kind of ties into Men's Money in the Bank, so it's, it, it might be uh, might be a bit of a teaser. Do you think Lashley's walking out of Money in the Bank with the belt? Yeah, I do. I, I do as well. I think I think that I think they'll want to have him versus if they if they want to have him versus Lesnar at SummerSlam. I think that that will be for the belt. All right, I agree with you. Okay, so we'll go do the next one, I think is, again, fairly predictable, but we'll see. Um, Roman Reigns versus Edge for the Universal Championship. So Edge made his grand return two, three weeks ago, um, the first SmackDown after Hell in a Cell. Still keeping that Jimmy and Jey Uso story going on, um, still keeping those around, and now it's become the battle of the who can pull the funniest face while a chair leg's being jammed in their mouth, which is a funny way to go. But, you know, incidentally, it's, it's Jimmy Uso. Jimmy Uso pays, pull, pulls the best face. Jay Uso really needs to work on it. His, his was terrible. Um, so Reigns versus Edge. Joe, I've got to... Ha- uh, I no, Reigns isn't my, isn't my wild card this time, is he? He was my wild card last time. I jumped ahead of myself there. No, we've got no wild cards involved in this one, so we'll skip past that. Um, so you can have either Reigns or Edge. Who are you going for? Uh, I'm probably going to go for Reigns, mate, if that's all right with you. <laughs> I get, uh, same logic with Lashley, right? 
I think he's keeping that belt for some time. I have some interesting thoughts about what I might do with the um, the money in the bank case, etc. But I just don't think they need to pull the trigger on all this stuff yet. Do you know what? I, I, I'm gonna, and I'll say this now. This isn't a spoiler for future for predictions coming up. But what I really hope is that they just stay calm with the money in the bank um, this year because. The money in the bank is such a good it's such a good thing to add spice to all pay-per-views if it's on the right person, aka not Otis. Um, <laughs> or the Miz. And like it, it brings an extra little, you know, sort of period of jeopardy. And I really I've really got a lot of time I've got I really got a lot of time for that. But they all they seem to be really nervous about having both briefcases in play at the same time. So you all most always get one cashed in within within the same night or, you know, within the first week, and then you only have one in play. And actually, for the time being, I would probably have both in play because I think it, that could be, there could be really good SummerSlam moments, for example, or you know, or further down the line. So, yeah, um, I don't know what question you asked me about. I'm going for Roman Reigns. It was that question I asked you. Same question I asked Luke. Reigns versus Edge. This is Edge's night, isn't it, Luke? This is the moment. This is where he takes it back, right? Claims the glory. <laughs> so, and I, I think you mentioned this in the last part, actually, Joe. Um, I I think Reigns is definitely keeping the belt, but I could still see some sort of DQ finish happen where Seth Rollins gets involved, and then that sets up Edge Seth Rollins for the um, for, for SummerSlam perhaps. So I could see Edge winning by disqualification, but I'm still going to go with Reigns. <sighs> see. I got points for Charlotte versus Rhea last last game yeah. last game last round for exact for exactly that. Rhea kept the belt. Charlotte won by disqualification. Now I didn't think I didn't predict that. What I predicted was that Charlotte was going to win the belt. But there's something you're right. There's something in that. There's something absolutely there's far too many people circling this match mm. for that not to be a possibility. And you've got to, you've got to believe that if Edge versus Rollins is where this is going for SummerSlam, which is heavily rumored, and 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 and, and there's a lot riding on that, you've got to keep Edge strong. So you can't have Edge win this or lose this, and and Reigns walk away completely dominant. And Reigns works best when he's the smarmy heel anyway, when he's won by the skin of his teeth and and taken advantage. So yeah, it it could definitely be that. I mean. I'm absolutely going Reigns. But for those people playing at home, Edge is not a stupid possibility at all. He's really not a not a bad possibility, Dave. So you should definitely <laughs> definitely consider it. The thing is, he genuinely isn't he, a bad possibility. No, we're not, we're not, not trying to screw him over, no. Because said it worked with Charlotte last time, so... Um, can I just say, you, we are... We are I, I feel like the, you know, the way you get to SummerSlam really neatly is if you had Seth Rollins win Money in the Bank do the infamous cash-in to make it a triple threat um, match so he gets involved with Edge and Roman and then doesn't win some way. So Roman pins Edge. Seth Rollins wastes his title, wastes his money in the bank. Edge fuming because he's cost um, him his one-on-one chance with Roman Reigns and it all goes a bit peak-tongue and then leads to Edge versus Seth Rollins at... SummerSlam, that would be logical. Get there. Yeah, you've 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 completely ruined what I believe was going to be happening. Furman's money in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> you've predicted exactly what I would thought was going to happen. I think it was going to be Seth Rollins cashes in, puts himself in there like he did last time, 
but I had it that Roman pins Seth because then Edge has got a legitimate reason to be annoyed because he never got pinned. It keeps Edge strong. Edge versus Seth at SummerSlam. Roman stays strong and then Roman versus Edge can happen again in the future when they've got, you know, some random random pay-per-view later on. So, but no, I, I think... Oh, sorry, mate. <laughs> no, no, works works wonders. I think you've just maybe maybe given a spoiler for who we think is winning the men's money in the bank. be interesting to see if, uh, if, if that's where you actually want to go or, or whether Luke agrees. No, I'm not going to go that way, mate. I was just uh, shitting on every bonfire. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> right then. Um, Charlotte versus Rhea. Now we're going to start to get the... Um, I think it gets a little bit more complicated now. I don't think it's quite as clear cut. I think this is where things start to get a bit um, murky because Charlotte versus Rhea has been weirdly booked. Now, usually what happens is you have a clear face versus a clear heel. You've got the face champion versus the heel challenger or whatever this is supposed to be. But I don't even know what they're trying to do booking this. They're booking Charlotte almost like sympathetic heel and they're booking Rhea as a very, very smarmy face. It does not make sense to me. And I'm trying to, it's almost like what they're doing is booking them very similar. And then on the night when whoever gets cheered, whoever gets booed, that's where they're going to go forward with it. Because I just, they're both acting exactly the same, mirroring everybody in what they do. And it just means you sat here going, okay, well, I don't really get where this heads forward and where it goes forward at all. There's a chance for me that Charlotte walks away with this belt. I think they might take it off Rhea because Rhea's not been the champion we hoped she'd be. Not through fault of her own, but she's not been the big, strong champion we thought she would be. It's just whether I've got the nerve to back Charlotte a a, a second time and whether I think they might give her the belt here. Or even what I think they might be trying to do is go for a bit of a double turn and put Rhea as a heel and Charlotte as a face. So, you know what? I'm going to go Charlotte. I'm going to back it, and I'm going to go Charlotte for this uh, for this one here. Luke, do you agree? I think like you, it's, very, it's really hard to call, I think. Um, I'm very 50-50 as well, so for that reason, I'm going to go for Rhea Ripley. Um, Joe can have a deciding vote. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I suppose my heart's with Rhea still, in terms of I think WWE should do right by her and leave the belt on her. And then when Becky Lynch returns, that's the feud, rather than Charlotte Flair wins it, and that's the feud with Becky Lynch. I, I just feel like Rhea Ripley deserves that. So I'm, I'm, more, I'm hoping it more than thinking it. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with Rhea Ripley. Hopefully. Do you think the interesting thing? I suppose this ruins the money in the bank predictions a little bit. Do you, do you think a raw woman's winning the money in the bank belt? Would that just would that help you decide if you if you were pretty certain on that would that help you decide who was going to win this? No, I think it's going to be SmackDown person. Spoilers. Yeah, um, fair enough. But yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't think the brands particularly matter at the moment because there's going to be a draft soon, isn't there as well? So I'm not too concerned about that. Fair enough. Yeah, that's fair. That's, that, that's fair answer. So go on then, Joe. Casting vote. I've gone Charlotte. Luke's gone Rhea. Where are you going? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> brilliant, <laughs> brilliant. That's the incisive analysis that we're we, that, that we're uh, not paying you for. <clears throat> yeah, if you're paying for me. I might have done some research, mate. Um, I, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I mean, it's, it's until you said, like, I was fifty-fifty, and then Ben said, 
he's back in Charlotte, which immediately made me think that's probably the wrong decision. Um, <laughs> hey, it worked for me last time. It worked for me last time, eh? I I am going to go Charlotte. I'm Ooh. back in Ben. I'm back in Ben to come good. I think I tell you my logic on it, and I'm and I'm really I'm really fifty fifty, and I and I, I I think probably probably if I was doing if I was if it was a betting man, I think probably the better odds would be on as in like the lower like the lower odds would be on Rhea Ripley to retain it. But I think if you're gonna go big for SummerSlam, then I think having Charlotte with the belt helps you do that. And I think I'm thinking, well, yeah. There's two things I can see. There's two different options I can see how you play that out and make that make that exciting. And I think both of them are done better with Charlotte having the belt personally. Can you tell us your two ways of doing it, or is that ruining oh, well, the bank? Yeah, a bit of a spoiler for Money in the Bank. Fair enough. Comment, I think I've, so. already, I've already I've already dropped one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've already completely ruined my analysis. Of Money in the Bank. Yeah, thanks, mate. Um, go on, Luke. I. I can see it being a triple threat at SummerSlam between the three of them. Rhea retains, Charlotte, Becky Lynch gets involved, Charlotte's not happy, triple threat. So you're, you're, you've got Becky back. You've got Becky coming. That last, I, think, last... I, I think she's returning at Money in the Bank. I think she, her music's going to kick in after, in the post-match celebrations. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's got to be soon, hasn't it? It's got to be coming. Um, I think a, a big part of it's going to be it depends how confident WWE are that people like Rhea and want Rhea to be champion, and I don't think they are. And I think if Charlotte wins, one of two things is going to happen, and neither of them's fine. She's either going to get booed out the arena, which is fine, or she's going to get massively cheered because she's beat Rhea, and they go, okay, well, there's your turn. Charlotte's a face now, and they can decide from that point. But Charlotte will get a reaction. The worst, the worst reaction Rhea could get is either a massive booing, because that's not really where they've been positioned her properly, or worse still, nothing. I think if Rhea loses this clean, she's done. You can rebuild her though. Like Rhea, you could proper rebuild. Rhea, you could really send on a proper, like almost not quite what they're doing with Baron Corbin, but kind of what they're doing with Baron Corbin, which is try and rebuild and get her sympathetic and get her building up and building up and building up to getting back to those heavy heights. She got a bit cocky as a champion and she's had her legs taken out from under her. And the fact that Charlotte's the one that's beat her twice on the big stages that she's never really been able to properly beat Charlotte would be great as a story if they tell it properly. So I think you could, Rhea's a good enough wrestler in amongst loads of wrestlers that aren't very good, that she'll always be okay, I think. So I'm not too worried about that. I, I'm probably on I'm probably on Luke's side of the fence there. I, I probably agree with him. I think, she, I, think she, I think no one's ever done in WWE because like they don't seem to actually follow through with storylines or, you know, Wins and losses don't seem to have that much of a bearing in longer term stories, but I do, I do agree. I think this doesn't this will, this could push her into the kind of Shayna Baszler um, territory where you decided to make her massive for like four months and then just thought, nah, I'm not sure about that actually, and then and then just kind of got buried in the mid card. That's my worry a bit about Rhea Ripley. But to be honest with you, I'm not a massive fan, so that's fine if that happens. Right. Okay. Not a massive fan, even though the rest of the roster on Raw and SmackDown is fairly mediocre. I mean, we're about to talk about the women's money in the bank, and it's not exactly a cream of the crop. No, but, but I think you know, I think she's the best of a really poor bunch, and I don't think she's that. I don't think she's that good. I, re- I really don't. 
I think there's four or five wrestlers that are better than her. Um, so then she, therefore she shouldn't be champion in my mind. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair logic. Anything you want to add, Luke, before we talk about women's money in the bank? No. Fair enough. So we'll get straight to women's money in the bank, which could obviously have a deciding factor on Charlotte versus Rhea or not. You know when you're just sitting there and suddenly you get asked a question like this? And your heart sinks. You know that if you get this question wrong, you're probably going to have a fight. You might even get divorced. So you panic and you think, how about one involving an exoskeleton? And then you hear, yeah, but which one involving an exoskeleton? And then you've got nothing. You've called for an exoskeleton movie and you haven't got one in your locker. Well, the great news is there's a new podcast out that covers lists on all kinds of movie-related trivia. It's that movie list podcast. So the next time you make outlandish suggestions like exoskeletons, funniest films or explosions, and you end up getting it wrong, and you end up having a fight and probably getting divorced, at least you'll have someone to blame. That movie list podcast by Views from a Sofa Network. Um, We've got Alexa Bliss versus Nikki Cross versus Naomi versus Selena Vega versus Liv Morgan versus Asuka. And in a really irritating, annoying timing schedule type thing, we've also got two more people to be determined, which, if my maths is correct, have to come from SmackDown, I think, because we've already got the four from Raw, so we need two more from SmackDown, I think. I think that's right, but don't at me if I'm wrong. So you could have, if you want to, and this goes for the people at home playing too, you could select the two to be determined. You could take the gamble and go, you know what? I'll pick one of those two. And if one of the two that to be determined win, you get the points for this. Absolutely. Or you could go more with, it makes sense that this person wins it. So uh, to the, the, to be, the to be determined slots are up for grabs and, and are available. So, um, Luke? Well, so just to be clear, if you go for TBD, you get any anyone else that, that goes into the match and wins it. Yep. So you're taking a bit of a gamble, but got to be got to be available, or we void this match if if someone shows up that we just completely void it. So I probably probably shouldn't do that because we're limited on actual points. Really, really had three points in regards to the series so far. Yeah, exactly. So you made me really laugh because. In the last part, you said that, which was, you know, over two weeks ago, you said that there's five matches announced now. So, you know, we should have quite a good um, predictions show. We've still got five matches announced. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> we've, we've not talked about Bailey versus Bianca Belair, which we, I'm sure we talk about after this, depending on who we think is going to win it. But unfortunately, that's now been moved. I did expect AJ Styles and Omas to be defending their belt, but they're not. I thought the Mysterios might be defending their belt, but they haven't been announced yet. So... I'm almost certain they will face the Usos, but we're being, we're getting a bit off topic here. But yeah, we are. I know Styles. I know Usos and I know Uso and not sorry, not Uso. Omas and Styles is on the SmackDown before because obviously that's the big live fans one. So there's a good chance Usos versus Mysterio. I mean, they might not pull the trigger on that, and we're not going to get into it now. But there could be an argument that Jimmy Uso is not on TV for a couple of weeks as well, following what's been happening in in his personal life too. So that might not appear. Pardon? Got a chair in the mouth. He did get a chair in the mouth. Absolutely, he did. Two weeks in a row, unfortunately. So, um, women's money in the bank. Luke, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Naomi, Zelina Vega, Liv Morgan, Asuka. Or do you think someone exciting is going to enter this match 
and be the one that takes the the briefcase what are you going with well you already know my prediction mate it's natalia so therefore i have to go tbb <laughs> oh that's right that's right joe revealed last week that you've gone natalia as the um that you text him really randomly he hasn't got the message to show it and said natalia so um what's your <laughs> um so to be honest none of the announced people inspire me to pick them so i'm actually going to go tbd genuinely because i can't really make a good case for any of them um i'm hoping it's going to be someone like sasha banks that gets announced and then she wins the money in the bank and that's what i'm kind of hoping for but i'm going to take my odds on tbd i just think it's a yeah, I just can't make a case for anyone else, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know if either of you can. I know Joe quite liked Alexa Bliss last time, so I'm not sure if he still feels the same way. Yeah. Go on then, Joe. What do you think? Yeah, I'm I'm sticking with my Alexa Bliss. The TBDs, just to let you know who they'll be, will be uh, Shotzi Blackheart and uh, the other one, Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that match they face Baszler. Is it, who are the champions? Oh, no, Nat. Na- no, no, Natalia and um, Tamina are the champions. Fight, fight, fight again um, for the last two spots in Money in the Bank. That would be awful, but probably happen. Um, that's what you want for a live to rev up the live, the live crowd. Um, but that's, I think that's I think they'll be the last two. Um, I'm, I'm sticking with Bliss, guys. I don't know if you've seen, but she's got um, sort of like some pretty serious like superpowers. So <laughs> like. She can control people's minds, so one she she wouldn't be able to get up a ladder is beyond me. Like, do you think there's going to be a spot where someone's climbing up the ladder and then Alexa just looks them in the eye and they go back down again? That'd be quite good. Oh crap! Well, I mean, surely if we're talking superpowers, we've overlooked the fact that Nikki Cross is a almost superhero. This could be the moment where she becomes a fully fledged superhero, couldn't it? In what has got to be the most random gimmick turn in WWE history from crazy lady who was one of the most interesting women on the roster in NXT to what what whatever she is now, whatever this gimmick is now. I just do not understand how many thought this was a good idea. I you say that, but I actually get the logic of it. Right? Because if the whole logic is she's slightly deranged, then she is a logical person to make a superhero. Do you know, does that, do you know what I mean? I'd she's be up for that if they kept the deranged thing. She's got a screw loose. Like, if that's what they're going for, she's got a bit of a screw loose, which sanity suggested that that was the case, then maybe she does genuinely think she's a superhero. Well, maybe she is a genuine superhero, mate. Why are you questioning it? I'm, I'm not. I'm, well, that's, that's it. I'm, I'm hoping we find out when she flies up to the briefcase on, uh, on Sunday and takes it down. Imagine that. That'd be good. There's got to be some, like, weird, there's got to be something there, isn't there, like, Maybe Alexa could lift her up with her eyes. And they've been working together this whole time, like like the good old days. Um, <laughs> Turns out Lily is actually Nikki. Oh, okay. See, again, that would be way more interesting than what they're doing right now. <laughs> um, imagine, thought... imagine if they did that and then, like, actually they revealed through, like, and they'd actually left, like, hundreds of breadcrumbs over the last year and it was just us being mugs not seeing it. Yeah. I mean, I would. Yeah, fair enough. I'd be all in then. If they could do it, I'd be all in. If they could, if they could, if they could make Lily feasible, workable, and actually a decent part of this story, then fair play. I'm not confident. 
if Alexa Bliss wins that briefcase, she's going to open it and, and Lily's going to be inside. You realise that, don't you? Well, like holding a tiny contract. No, it's just no contract. Lily's inside instead. And then it goes, it, it fades to black. That's it. Show over. All logic out the window. <laughs> um, I, 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 can't, I can't argue, mate. I agree with you in that. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking that actually sounds like some WWE would do. I heard Zelina Vega was was announced back on the show before I saw SmackDown. So I, heard, I I had that spoiled for me. When I heard Zelina Vega was back on the show, I thought, well, there you go. She's going to win the Money in the Bank contract. They're going to give her a big return. Then she lost her first match on her on her return. So that kind of scrapped that idea. She lost straight away to Liv Morgan. Um, I'm torn between to be determined, which could very well be um, Sasha Banks, could even be Becky Lynch could be Becky Lynch put thrown straight into there to win the win back the briefcase that she handed to Asuka that that could be there I don't know whether you put her straight into this match whether that's kind of you know ruining your ruining what you've got already but you know could be her um there's a good chance it's exactly what you said Shotzi Shotzi or um or um Tegan so again yeah I would that wouldn't inspire me Natalia or, or, of course, Natalia pulling double duty. Um, the other person I think they're telling a kind of random story with is Liv Morgan. And I don't know whether that's that's building and building for something for Liv Morgan, just as an outside bet. So it's not convincing, and I don't know where you push her. Liv Morgan versus Bianca Belair doesn't exactly strike me as something that's 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 massively appealing. But none of these others do either. And do other than... Me? Sorry, do you know who else I think it could be? Sonia Deville. I thought I keep thinking she's going to do that. I keep thinking Sonia Deville's going to announce herself back in there. Yeah. But I also quite like Sonia Deville's part in this. I think that while she's this kind of half heel, not the quite effective authority figure, I think she's way more interesting than she ever was when she was in the ring. So I think she, I, as, as much as they keep her where she is right now, I think it's worth doing. She could be a factor in the um, Charlotte versus Rhea match as well, potentially. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go absolutely weak, and I'm gonna go to be determined. Uh, I, I know. Come. Oh. I know. I know. Careful, you 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 uh, you um you censored yourself there, mate. So fa- thanks for that. You nearly got a note from Ben then. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I had to almost oh, stamp stamp that one. Yeah, right, man. <laughs> All right, then. Um, for, those, for those listening, you don't understand that reference. What happens is every time I say a naughty word or something something highly offensive, Ben has to make a note of the time. Um, so he which, can then go and edit Which you're all confused by because you hear a lot of swear words from Joe still. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have to be... For the sake of my sanity and the time I've got after this podcast is recorded... Um, some a lot of them stay in, but the big ones come out. So uh, that's that's, yeah. Joe, what are the big ones? And we'll move <laughs> swiftly on. So, um, do you see do do you see the women's money in the bank belt being cashed in? Do you see it being cashed in on Money in the Bank or at least on the Raw or SmackDown afterwards? Considering the fans are just back now, do you see that happening, Joe? No. No. Depends who it is, right? So if it, it's a very difficult question to answer without knowing the, the result. If it's Becky Lynch, 
I would expect her to win the belt and then uh, win the if it, if she, if Becky Lynch, Lynch comes back and is in Money in the Bank, she is winning it. I I believe, and then I think she is saying, "Give me whoever Charlotte or Rhea at SummerSlam," and that's just done. That's yeah. like that's all that's that's all that's going to happen there, and I'd be delighted with that. I don't know if the first match you bring Becky Lynch back for is that. I think she'll get. I think her, the impact of her returning would get lost a bit in in that match. Not like not like it'd still be a massive moment, but like. The whole thing about Money in the Bank is it is a bit of a spot fest, isn't it? And I'm not sure that's the one you go to after your maternity leave straight away. No, I get you. I can I completely agree with you. I, th- I think you're right about her getting lost in it. It just completely undermines her return as a big deal. You almost want her not to wrestle for about three weeks after she comes back, don't you? Yeah, it's also not needed. Like if she if she if she just comes back at the end of the match. It's probably more impactful than being in there for thirty minutes. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So, so I don't think so. I don't think they will. And I would like Alexa to win because I've predicted it. And then I'd like Alexa to sit on that for a while until we forget about it, basically. And then that's when they can use it to do a bit of a, re- a reset at some point. Luke, do you reckon Charlotte, Charlotte, and Rhea? Are- well, we've already said, I think we've already said they're both coming out with a belt by the end of it. So you don't see this being cashed in or do you see it being cashed in against Bianca in the first couple of episodes after? I don't think so. Um, no, I don't think it's going to be cashed in. I think, like I say, I, I'm hoping it's someone like Sasha Banks. We haven't seen her for a, for a long time. She's got to be at SummerSlam, surely. Wins it and then calls Bianca out for SummerSlam, maybe. I don't know. Okay. We, we, we will see. Um that leads us on to the men's money in the bank where all of the competitors have been announced. So this is what we're looking at. We have got Riddle versus Ricochet versus Morrison versus Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre versus Big E versus no longer Shinsuke Nakamura, no longer the, the, the king of strong style, just King Nakamura. So... I've already had my prediction ruined, uh, or not ruined, but 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 spoilt. Let's say um, I'm going Seth Rollins for this, and I've already kind of explained why. I think out of all of the people you put in this match, I I, I have got a, have got a better story, which we can talk about later. I've got a better story for who I would have win this, but I think you give it a Seth Rollins for one or two reasons. Either you give it a Seth Rollins, and he tries to repeat what he did at WrestleMania three, four, five years back put himself in the triple threat and lose because I don't think that should work. I don't think you take it off reins yet or he wins it and he sits on it because out of all of these, he is the only one really that's effective enough to sit on it and to, to, to keep hold of it and be that thorn in the side of either, to be honest with you, of either Roman Reigns or Bobby Lashley, if it goes that way. So I think you give it to Seth Rollins. I don't think you can give it to anybody else here, but let's hope you guys have a uh, compelling reason for someone else. Luke, who are you giving it to? Um, I'm I'm quite torn actually, as I think there's a few that could could get it. Um, my top three, like I probably wouldn't put Seth Rollins in my top three. No, um, no. I I was thinking Big E, Drew McIntyre, or Riddle, personally. Um, I think Riddle. I think the. I think they're really behind him. Obviously, I love the storyline with him and Randy Orton, and I think to kind of catapult him even higher up the roster. I think the, I just really like him. 
Um, and I think that'll quite add quite a, a good dynamic to the tag team partnership as well. Um, if he had the money in the bank contract, um, McIntyre, just because I think if you're going to switch him over to SmackDown, which I think you should, it'd be good to get him the money in the bank, and then um, you know have that feud with Roman Reigns or Big E, just because I feel like it's been coming for a while. It's kind of stalled a little bit, but I still think WWE really like Big E, and I think that he deserves a bit of a push. So I think I'm going to actually actually go for Big E. Nice. Joe, we've had compelling arguments for four different people now. So this is the part where you say King Nakamura. Go for it. Just to check, is, Mans- is Mansoor in this match? No, no. Mansoor lost to Ali on um, on 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 SmackDown uh, on Raw. SmackDown Raw on Raw last week, unfortunately. So um, yeah, his his star's not quite rising as quick as it should be. Mm, that's difficult. He's not he's not right away from home, is he? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, I, I'm also going Big E. Uh, really? Yeah. I, I I said I was going to go with my like I said I'm going to be positive about this pay per view. My, my my two would be Rollins or Big E, and I think it's going to be Big E. You've got two, I I personally would let Big E hold that for ages, and I would probably let him cash it in after next WrestleMania. So I would let, personally, I would let Roman Reigns go through absolutely loads of people and then lose it to someone that's a proper, in like, you know, WWE guy who's going to be there the whole time. So you might start with, like, probably have Roman Reigns versus, we're talking maybe Cena at SummerSlam. Yeah. Maybe Lesnar at Survivor Series because Lesnar would be the Raw champion and he would be the SmackDown one. Yeah. And then they're talking about people like The Rock, maybe, or 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 whatever, whoever, make it as big as possible, and then the night after WrestleMania, just let Biggie cash in. That's what I would do. That's what that's that's how I would give it Roman for like the full year, let him win WrestleMania, and then let Biggie take it off him, and that would be an amazing moment. The other option, which I thought you were, which, which I didn't say early because I thought this is what you were going to say, Ben, is turn the New Day heel after Kingston's match against Lashley with Biggie having already won the briefcase earlier in the night. So you have you you team up Biggie and Kofi and Xavier again? Yeah. And but just just cuz cuz also that brings that would facilitate Biggie coming over to Raw because he would be the champion presumably of Raw. Just have to come I guess he'd have to come over wouldn't he? But like to have to have Kofi lose or what or whatever and then out of nowhere all of the New Day start beating up Bobby Lashley and Biggie wins the title there and then. Money in the bank, massive pop. See, don't, don't think it will happen, but that would be a good story. I had something similar to that, but without the heel side of it. I had, if they wanted to tell a story and they tell it well, the more interesting story would be Kofi wins the belt and then Biggie cashes in on Kofi. Would be the better story, but kind of almost like a we're not, you know, this was the easy, you know, you've just been beaten down by Lashley. I took my shot. Sorry, man, I'm having it. You know, that kind of thing. And then you've got, now they can't tell that story. They've not done well enough to tell that story. But if you're talking about interesting stories, Big E having that briefcase and having it around New Day is way more interesting. It is way more interesting. And he's a he's an absolutely solid shout. Absolutely solid shout. I mean, you can look down the eight of here and see the 
contenders and the ones that are going to have the really cool moments. So Ricochet and Morrison are in there because they're going to get thrown off stuff, jump off stuff, do something crazy. They already have been. So that's why they're in there. Nakamura, they're, they're trying to keep strong. I don't know what they've got up for him, but they're, tr- they're trying to keep him strong f- for some reason. McIntyre has to be in there. He needs to be involved in some way. Owens is absolutely a safe pair of hands. And I kind of agree with what you say about Riddle. The only thing I'd say about Riddle is the fact that I think him being part of the tag team stuff complicates it. Yeah. And he's absolutely winning those belts with Orton at SummerSlam. I just, he's definitely has to, they have to be going up against um, AJ and, and Omas at SummerSlam and winning those belts because the pop they'll get off that is unbelievable. So I, I just don't think you put it near there. Otherwise, if he wasn't involved in that, I'd give it to Riddle every day of the week. What if Riddle goes to cash in and Autumn costs him to win and that's the feud? I don't want, I don't want, well, yeah, if they do that way later down the line, though, way later down the line, because I want Riddle and Randy Orton to be tag team yeah, for at least well. another six months, at least. Yeah. I want this to be, so when they break up, it's massive. Because like I think I said it previously, it might have been the last episode, if they play this right, Riddle versus Orton could be a huge WrestleMania match. If they keep them together and keep them strong and do this properly, it could be huge. So, it's, one those, it's, it's one of those things where I think they put them together randomly and it just really works and everyone loves it. And so they're just going to keep it going. Yeah. As The fact that I know what I'd heard is, is Randy Orton specifically asked to work with Matt Riddle, not necessarily tag team, but specifically said, I want to be, I want to work with this guy. He's, he's, you know, he's, he's young, exciting and, and could really do some stuff here. And I just love the fact that Orton cannot keep it together when Riddle's doing yeah. promos with him. Just cannot keep it together. And he's trying to be so straight-faced. And the amount of times you see him laughing is, is amazing. They're clearly loving it. And it's the most interesting Orton's been for a while. Probably since, you know, he was a Wyatt uh, uh, that far back. This is the most interesting he's been. So, you know, it's, do, it's doing wonders. Um, yeah, so we've, 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 we've split on a fair bit here. We've got a fair few that are, that, that are going either way. Um, any other matches you think could end up on this card? Like I said, Big E versus, um, sorry, Omas and um, AJ Styles versus the Viking Raiders, I think has been announced for SmackDown. So that one's that one's the SmackDown beforehand. Um, but we obviously haven't had the US title being defended. We haven't got the Intercontinental title being defended. So any of those matches do you think make it? Not sure. I'm really, really struggling to remember who the Intercontinental Champion is. <laughs> it's, um, it's Paula Cruz. Oh, okay. <laughs> to be fair, though, I forgot as well. I, I did Me. forget as well. Apollo Cruz, and I don't know who he's feuding. Is he feuding with anyone at the minute? Sami Zayn? Prep, maybe? I don't know who he's feuding. I don't think he's even got a feud going on, has he, at the minute? It's kind of been biggie, hasn't it? For in and out. I mean, he just lost to him, didn't he, for the Money in the Bank match, but... Yeah, so it looks like they're not building anything there. Not one there, mate, to be honest, from what we're saying. What's that, sorry? We're probably probably not going to have an intercontinental match then, based on what we've just said there. No. And who's, the US, who's the US champion? Sheamus is US champion. Is he? And, yep, Sheamus is US champion. Good. <laughs> He's obviously been out with a broken nose for the past two or three weeks. Um, but he is he is cleared to wrestle now. Um, him versus Alberto... Uh, I'm, I'm Berto Carrillo in versus. I mean, that's poor, isn't it? That's pre show. Yeah. And also, Ben, can I just congratulate you on your pronunciation there? You, you definitely didn't butcher that name. 
I was trying to stop myself saying Alberto Del Rio, to be completely frank with you, and I caught myself halfway through. <laughs> I like that. We've got a lot yeah. of time for that. You just, I mean, they're probably related in WWE World, aren't they? Um, Mysterios versus the Usos. I don't know, that feels like SummerSlam, yeah. I, I don't think you give it away here. I think if you're, you know, when we're talking about, like, you, if we're making SummerSlam a massive card, I do think, like, that, the Mysterious vs. the Usos is on there, and that's probably where I'd have Dominic turn on Ray, for no apparent reason. Um, and Not I'd my have, dad. Yeah, just turn on your dad. And you'd have, um, I think you're right about Awesome and Riddle versus. um Almost an AJ, I think that's a really good use of all those people, you know, without them having to be in the title picture. And I think you can make some of that. If you build it around those kind of matches, you can make it really decent. Do we definitely think so? If you, if I know we're looking way ahead at SummerSlam here, but we're on it here, we'll take a minute to do it. So we've got those two tag team matches we talked about. We're pretty certain that Edge versus Rollins is on there. Um, definitely, definitely seeing Cena, do you think? Cena definitely coming back is Cena versus. Versus uh, Reigns, the match that we think it's going to be, then. I think I, so. I think so. Good enough for SummerSlam. Yes. Yeah. And Lesnar definitely. Feels like it. I mean, if we look at this at the moment, we've got the matches we've just mentioned: Cena versus Reigns, Lesnar versus Lashley, Becky Lynch potentially versus Charlotte and Rhea and all those, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. Whatever they decide to throw at the Intercontinental Champion and the US Champion, which at this point it doesn't really matter because the rest of that card's mad. That's WrestleMania. That is essentially a WrestleMania card for SummerSlam and fans back. That would be the best SummerSlam we've had in years. Yeah, and no rematches in that. I yep. mean, I would keep. I mean, to be honest with you, I would if if that is your card, I would keep Apollo Cruz so far from that because he is going to get booed. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, It'll yeah. get booed. You, you, you're talking about who's going to have a bad reaction. I think Apollo Crews is one. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, no, that is true. I mean, he's a heel anyway, I suppose. But yeah, there's a different type of boo, though, isn't there? There's yeah. the go away boo, and there's the there's the there's the Reigns boo. Like Roman Reigns is going to get that great kind of reaction where people just hate him, but love to hate him. Apollo Crews is just going to get the Baron Corbin boos. Yeah, it used to be the X Pac reaction. Now yeah, it's yeah. Going to, now it's the Baron Corbin exactly one. That. Yeah, for, for Luke's benefit, there's a guy called X-Pac and he just got like, literally, people just wanted him to go away. It wasn't like, boo, oh, I should boo you because you're a good heel. It was like, boo, because you're not, not, a, not someone I want to spend any time watching. You're not wanted here. Yeah, you're not wanted exactly here. That. Exactly that. It could be then, if all of that card is what's being set up for SummerSlam, you know, as of the first Raw and SmackDown and of this Money in the Bank, we could be in for the probably the greatest three or four weeks of wrestling we've had in at least 12 months, if not longer. Ten years, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Please let it be that, like Joe's positivity at the start of the show and not just utter crap. <laughs> if, it's, oh, if, yeah. it, if it's Lashley versus Drew McIntyre at SummerSlam, I'm probably done. It can't be. It can't be. It can't be Lashley versus Drew at SummerSlam. It cannot be that. Surely not. Come on. There are other men on that roster. Apparently, Famous is around. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then. Well, what, what happens now is we hand it over to you people at home. So it is an ongoing league. It is an ongoing competition. Me, Luke and Joe are against each other, but we're also against you guys at home. And all you've got to do is fill out the prediction form that's in the podcast description. 
also on Facebook, also on Twitter. All you got to do is search for the Wrestling Predict Cast. And if you want um, to be involved in the conversation, you can also f- join the group, join the page on Facebook or like it on Twitter and you can give us your views as well. It's all completely free. And if you are the person that has managed to get the most predictions right and the um, closest time for the main event, because it usually goes to a tiebreak, and we never talk about that, but we, we'll discuss that later. And the closest time for the main event, you will win official WWE merch. So uh, happy days. There's no reason not to get involved. And like I said, it's an ongoing league. And whoever wins the league gets a big prize at the end. So not bad going at all. And, you know, we're nowhere near the top of that league. So, um, well, nowhere near, but we're not we're not coming away with that big, big, important prize anymore. So there we go. And if you haven't got time to do the predictions, just skip through the first, like, two, three minutes of the pod because you'll be missing absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for that ringing endorsement that he, that he says at the end. Maybe you should say that at the beginning. That would that, 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 be helpful. No, for next time, for next time. Well, next time will be in two weeks when we break down, discuss, and you know, give our opinion on what is hoping to be the beginning of the greatest period of WWE for, uh, as Joe puts it, ten years. So we could be into, you know, it, we could actually be ringingly positive, like you've been this time, Joe. Yeah, this could be a one and done of us. <laughs> <laughs> You've been teetering on the edge for a little while now. This could be it. If they announce, if, if Drew cashes, if Drew wins, cashes in on uh, cashes in on on, on the uh, following Monday, and they announce the rematch for SummerSlam, it will be me and Luke doing the breakdown of uh, <laughs> of Money in the Bank in two weeks' time. So uh, <laughs> it will we be will... you and Luke predict cast on your own. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just start doing AEW instead, mate. Hey. Uh, why, why, why not? Why not? All right, then. Uh, thank you very much, fellas. And we will see you in two weeks' time. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate.